Welcome to High Caliber Dating and Relationships. My name is Michelle Wax, and throughout this time together, you'll learn how to stand out in a crowded dating world and build the confidence, mindset, and practical strategy to catapult into a great relationship that lasts. I've worked with hundreds of people across the globe on transforming their dating and relationships to a high caliber experience where they feel energized, supported, loved, and excited for life. I'm so excited you're here. Let's jump right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Happy week, happy day to you. I am coming at you live after just celebrating here in Boston, Marathon Monday, aka the day of the Boston Marathon. I went to the Red Sox game. It was it was raining at the start of the game, so there's a bit of a delay, but overall, just always such a fun, good energy type of day here in Boston. If you have never been here on Marathon Monday, if you are from anywhere else besides Boston, I highly recommend, you know, maybe planning a trip around it, maybe coming by during Marathon Monday, because I feel like it's just always such a good energy where there's normally a Red Sox game, you got the marathon, and even when it's raining and kind of gross weather, people are in really good spirits and just loving life. So I am recording this shortly after that, so I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energized. It was quite the day. And I'm ready for today's episode. So welcome back or welcome to your first episode whenever you are listening. And I want to remind you that we are having our worldwide event where you can join from anywhere in the world next week called Create a Positive Mindset in Dating and Beyond. So this is where I'm going to walk you through my method that I personally use, that I work with clients to really shift your mindset. If you've been feeling down about dating, if you've not been feeling good, or if you really want to shift any area of your life, this workshop is going to be really, really powerful. So it's a two-day event uh, next week that you can join by heading to michellewax.com. Even if you cannot join live, still sign up because I will send out the replay that you can watch. And it's going to be really, 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 really good where you're going to learn the exact process to take the negative thoughts, the negative mindset, the feelings of not good enough or whatever else you are experiencing currently and shift them, transform it, really receive practical tools. And this workshop series is going to be the launching off point for our next round of the Be The One Accelerator, which is my eight-week virtual accelerator for both men and women where you can join from anywhere in the world and learn the tools and strategy and shifts in order to completely elevate your dating mindset, your confidence, and of course, your practical strategy to catapult into an amazing relationship that lasts. So I run this accelerator three times per year, and we are coming up on our spring slash summer round that is beginning in mid-May. So you're going to hear me talk about this um, in the next few weeks of the episode, sharing more about it, what, you know, who it's going to be a good fit for, who it's not going to be a good fit for. And as always, if you're interested, but have, you know, further questions after, you know, I share on the podcast and all that. You can always book a call with me where we can chat about, you know, if it would be good for where you're at in your dating experience and really what you can expect from it. 
So as always, head to the link in the show notes to sign up for the free workshop series next week or to learn more about the accelerator. All right, let's jump into today's topic. Today's episode is all about building momentum in your dating life, meaning if you have been feeling stagnant in your dating life, if you have kind of like let it fall to the wayside for a while, or you feel like you just haven't been on dates that are, you know, really allowing you to progress to your intention of creating an amazing relationship. Maybe you want to go on more dates or meet more new people, whatever it may be. This episode is going to be really, really valuable for you because I'm going to share my four-step process to ramping up your dating life, to going on more dates, to meeting more people, really to allow the space in your life to make this a priority. So as we go throughout today's episode and I share my four-step process, what you're going to learn is if you want to build momentum in your dating life, right, you're going to be able to apply this four-step process to where you are currently at and make the shifts and tweaks necessary so that you ramp up the momentum in your dating life. Now, why is momentum so important? I'm assuming at some point in your life, you have driven a car or you have rode a bicycle or even just been in a car. And what you'll find, of course, is that the ramp up to building that momentum that sustains you going a certain pace or a certain speed, right, as you're ramping up to get on the highway or you're ramping up to, you know, even on your bicycle, to really get to a piece where you're going to allow yourself to flow, to really get to a speed and a pace that feels easier to maintain, often, right, building that momentum can feel like the trickiest part or it's going to require the most effort or focus or work that we put into something, right? If you think about it, when you start to accelerate in your car, It takes some time to get to that pace of 60 miles per hour or 65 miles per hour. But once you're at that pace, right, we don't have to nearly push down on the pedal so hard anymore, right? As we're ramping up, yeah, we got to push it down. We got to put some more effort and intention behind what it is that we're building momentum for. But whether it be in your car or on your bicycle, whenever you reach that pace that feels good, it's a lot easier to keep up with that momentum because you're already in motion, right? Going back to (laughs) the um, laws of, what is it? Relativity? Laws of relativity, right? What's in motion stays in motion. So building momentum. If I botched that, you know, don't come for me. It's been a while since I learned that in high school. Okay. (laughs) It sounds right though, right? All right, so momentum is so, so important because as you build momentum in your dating life, there's going to be less pressure or focus on specific people or conversations where you feel like there's so much weight on a conversation, on an interaction, on the date that you go on. And as we start to build more lightness and less pressure around going on dates and meeting people and really focusing on our dating life, that's really when dating can become more fun. It can feel more enjoyable. It can feel as just this really natural thing that we are incorporating into our life. So let's get into the four-step process. The first step is to prioritize your dating intentions 
each and every week. And I want to give the analogy of if you really wanted a new job, okay? Obviously, relationships are dating. There's much more of an art to dating and relationships than there is necessarily in our job search or our careers. It can be a a bit more, um, though not always, but it could be a bit more, you know, one directional or kind of like uh, a linear path. When dating and relationships, it could be more of a cycle. It could be more of an art, right? There's more of an energy, although energy is everywhere and it's, in, it's a part of everything that we do, any area of life. There's a lot more room to play around with the energy and art of dating than we might think of in our careers. But I want to give this analogy because probably at some point in, li- in life, right, you have sought out a job opportunity or you've sought out a promotion or a shift or a change in your career or in your life, right? So the importance of step one, which is prioritizing your dating intentions each week, if you wanted to change your jobs, or if you wanted a better job or a new opportunity, what would you do? You would prioritize that, right? You would likely be connecting with people. You would be looking at job opportunities online, right? You would be checking what's out there. You would be applying to jobs and roles, right? You would be perhaps further furthering your skill set or the things that you needed to acquire that job. And so in the same way that we would prioritize this area of our life, if we wanted a new job or a better job, or perhaps we've been laid off and we want a new opportunity, right? We must do it with our dating and relationships. So often I hear that people, they say they want a great relationship. They say they want to meet someone, but are you actually prioritizing this to the same level that you would prioritize getting a new job? And yeah, I know we all need money and we all need to pay for our things in our life, right? But if you're saying you want a relationship so badly, take a look at how you're prioritizing your weeks and your time and the effort you're putting into dating. So step one, prioritize your dating intentions each week. Now, how do you actually do this? What I recommend doing is to really set aside time, whether it be on a Sunday afternoon or a Friday afternoon, whatever is going to feel like the easiest point of time to actually carve out space for this and to write down what are my intentions for this week in terms of my dating priorities, okay? So this might be attending an event. It might be, you know, spending five or 10 minutes each day on dating apps, right? It might be working on your mindset. It might be working on how you view rejection in your dating life, right? It doesn't necessarily always have to be, I'm going on dates, I'm meeting people, right? We can also build momentum by shifting our mindset, by really working on ourselves internally, because that affects when we do show up to a date or we do show up to an event or an opportunity to meet people, that affects the type of people that we're meeting and how they're viewing us and really the energy and the values and things like that that we're pulling out of someone else in those interactions. So yes, we need to create opportunity. We need to be practical. We're living in a 3D reality where we need to meet people. But a lot of shifts and improvement also come from working on your internal world, your mindset, your beliefs, your confidence, how you're viewing rejection, right? How you're viewing the people out there in the dating world. 
So setting aside 15 or 20 minutes each week and really getting into what's my intention for this week. Now, I recommend keeping this fairly bite-sized, right? You don't want to overwhelm yourself. You don't want it to feel like a daunting thing, but really clarifying and distilling down what's my intention or what are my few intentions for this week and how can I ensure that I will stick to them. Step two is diversifying your opportunity. Now, I've said this once, I've said it actually probably many times, you might have heard it before on my podcast, but in the same way that you would diversify an investment portfolio in order to create a lot of opportunity in your financial life, right? I also recommend diversifying your dating portfolio, meaning the opportunities and kind of the streams of dating that you have going on, right? Your opportunities to meet people. So this could mean being on dating apps or being on online dating. It could mean choosing one event that you're going to go to per week to connect with new people, to meet new people, right? It could mean going to a speed dating event, right? Really, we want to start thinking about where am I going to meet different types of people? And when you start to diversify your streams of dating, what you're doing is you're putting less pressure on one specific stream, right? So if you're only on dating apps, if you're only using online dating, it's not to say there's anything bad about that, right? So many people have met their partners and had really great dating experiences through online dating or dating apps, but you're going to experience more pressure because you only have that one avenue, right? And so as you start to diversify your opportunity, and really diversify how you're meeting people, you're going to release pressure on that one stream and you're going to expand out. And really where we often can, I don't like to use the word like, or the phrase messed up, but often what can self-sabotage us or mess us up in a sense when we are dating is we put pressure on that conversation, on where this relationship is going, on even on a first or second date, right, where this is going. We start to think about all the future things when in reality, we really should just be focusing on this present moment and getting to know this person and seeing, you know, is there chemistry? Is there connection here? Do I feel safe in their presence? Do I feel seen? Do I feel understood, appreciated, right? And how can I really bring my best self to the date or interaction? How can I bring the qualities that I want to bring out of this other person to these type of interactions? Okay, so thinking about once you've set your priorities for the week, how can you diversify your opportunity? And if you need examples of, you know, if if one of maybe your current mindset limitations or current thought patterns is, I don't know where to meet people, or I don't know where to meet good people, or I don't know how to meet quality people. Going back to one of my previous episodes, where which is called Top Places to Meet People in Person, and I do this for both men and women, and going through that list and thinking about, okay, where of these would I feel excited to go to, or how can I seek this out in my town or city or wherever I am in the world, okay? So diversifying your opportunity is going to be really, really powerful in building momentum in your dating life because, of course, right, if you have more than one stream of possibilities to meet people, then you're going to be able to meet more people. You're going to be able to uh, 
you know, go on more dates as a result of that. Now, when you are going to an event or you are on dating apps or you are um, really wherever else you would be, right, that allows you to meet people and go on more dates, what's important is, is that you're actually, you're not just having conversations on the dating apps or in person, you're actually taking that next step to going out on a date. And I know this can feel scary. I know this is where the fear of rejection can come up often, right? Or we're not sure how the other person feels. So maybe we hold ourselves back and initiating, hey, do you want to grab a coffee sometime? Do you want to grab a drink sometime, right? And so I recommend as you diversify your opportunity, you are also taking the initiative to create dates as a result of meeting people, right? Because we can meet people all day, every day. And if we're not actually moving along to a date or at least providing that person an opportunity to say, yeah, I'd love to get together sometime, then we're not really building momentum, right? You are in a sense where you're going to an event, so you're on dating apps, which is great. But I always recommend getting to that first date if you're interested in someone or at least initiating, hey, are you interested in getting together? as quickly as possible, because it's going to save us a lot of time conversing on dating apps or even in person with people that don't necessarily have the intention of meeting up or of dating, or it's not really a priority in their life. And sometimes people on dating apps or online dating, they're not going to have the same you know, intentions or priorities as you. This is just like if you met someone in real life, right? We're not necessarily going to know someone's intentions right away, but the quicker you can provide the opportunity for them to say yes or no to going on a date with you, it's going to be powerful. Now, if you need support in this transition, right? If you need support in this area, let's chat because this is where it can get very, very specific depending on your personality, you know, what your current limitations are in terms of mindset or beliefs about what's possible. And we're going to be able to create a really custom game plan for you to move forward in order to transition or shift from meeting people or talking to people on dating apps to actually going on dates with people, which is huge, right? We need to obviously be going on dates in order to progress towards the goal of being in a relationship or having a better dating experience, whatever it is for you. So you can always book a call with me where we'll chat about where you're at today, what you'd like to create in your dating life, and the best way to get there um, on our call together. So you can book that at the link in the show notes or by heading to michellewax.com. Okay, let's get into the third step. All right, step three on how to build momentum in your dating life. Now, Step three is not an action step per se in the way that you are meeting people and having conversations, right? That's step two. Step three is going to be looking at your current mindset and your current thought patterns around dating, okay? So what I mean by this is often, you know, we can go on our dating apps, we can go to events, we can meet people out at bars or restaurants or wherever we're going, right? Or in sports leagues or at alumni events or whatever it is you're going to. But if you don't believe that you can meet someone awesome, if you don't believe you are good enough, if you don't believe you are attractive enough, if you don't believe that you bring a lot to the table, if you don't believe there are really great people out there, you are not going to attract those people into your life. You are going to 
whether it be you're showing up on dating apps or you're showing up to events, right? The fact is, is that our beliefs, our internal world, our mindset is affecting a lot of things below the surface that is easy to ignore or it's easy to place blame on the other people or the fact that we're not meeting people or the fact that dating apps suck. It's very easy to do that, but it takes taking a look in the mirror, which can be difficult to do. It cannot feel the best, right? It can bring up some things we don't necessarily feel that comfortable dealing with or approaching in our life, but it is the pathway to having more fun with dating, to building more confidence, to having a more positive mindset. And I want to invite you, if your current mindset is not the best with dating, it's okay, right? But what's going to help is to start to shift this. So definitely join us next week. Um, or if you're watching or listening to this rather, after um, you know the original air date of this episode, go to my website. You'll be able to grab this workshop series on how to create a positive mindset. That's really going to help you with step three. So in step three, I want you to take a look at what's coming up when you start to diversify your opportunity in step two, when you actually start to carve out your intentions in step one, what's coming up in your internal world? Meaning, What's that negative self-talk saying currently about your dating life, right? Is it freaking out about potentially being rejected when you approach someone or have a conversation or, you know, initiate, hey, would you want to get together? Would you want to go on a date? Would you be interested in meeting up later this week, right? Where does your brain go, okay? That's your default starting point for your mindset. And I also want you to start thinking about what would you like to be experiencing instead? Now, the powerful thing about our mindset is we can always rewire it. We can always shift it no matter where you're at in your life. It is always growing. It's always evolving, right? In the same way that the muscles in our bodies, right, we can tone them up. We can become stronger. We can shift them, right? Our brain is the same way. And we can also allow it to continue being the way it's been this entire time, right? Or for the last month or for the last couple of years or whatever it's been. But you can make the choice to improve it and to shift it. And this is really, quite frankly, my specialty. I've done this work on myself. I help clients with this work. This is every single one of my clients that goes through the accelerator or works with me one-on-one notes that my mindset has significantly shifted. And I give you, of course, the tools so that no matter what comes up, right, you can really customize it to your current mindset. So I want you to start thinking about in step three, what are my current limiting beliefs and thought processes here, okay? What would I want to be experiencing instead? And how can I start to shift those thought patterns? Now, I do have other episodes on walking you through shifting your mindset, So you can go back through that, but I also recommend coming to our live workshop series or signing up to watch the replay if mindset is something that you want to shift and improve, okay? Let's get into step four, our final step in building momentum. Step four is rest and rejuvenate, okay? So this is very, very important. Now, you've noticed throughout this four-step process, it's almost like a cycle right? We start with our intentions for the week ahead. We diversify our, our, oh my gosh, we diversify our opportunity in step two. 
we get into our mindset, right? What's holding our back? What's holding us back? What's our current mindset process? How can we shift that, right? Or how can we even at least be aware of it so that when we walk into an environment or we're on a dating app, right? We're not projecting that onto someone else where we're giving them, you know, judgment free, right? We're going in with an open mind. We are getting to know them before we start making assumptions or we start projecting our own negativity on this other person when we don't even really know them yet. Okay. Step four, rest and rejuvenate. So this is really, really important because you're going to be meeting people. You're going to be putting out energy and effort into the dating that you're building momentum with. And in the same way that, you know, you go to your job or, you know, you go to work and you also need downtime to rest and rejuvenate, right? You need your weekends or you need your off days, right? If you work on weekends to really help reset and recenter and bring some joy into your life, right? To ground yourself. And so I also recommend taking time to rest and rejuvenate from your dating life, right? This is allow you to, this is going to allow you to not feel like you're always go, go, go and not reflecting or resting or giving yourself the time to really spend time alone or with friends or family or whatever helps you feel rejuvenated and rested. Well, it's a very, very important part of building momentum because we want to approach it more of a cycle instead of just this ongoing, like uh, linear kind of projection or exponential line, right? It is a cycle. Dating and relationships, it's more of an art. And so we want to give ourselves ample time to rest and rejuvenate. And I previously, through my own coach, discovered the nine types of rest. Now, yes, I know it sounds crazy. There's nine types of rest. And what I would recommend doing, I'm going to share them briefly now. But thinking about which of these nine types of rest really you gravitate towards more or you want to tap into more. So let me go ahead and share them. Um, And some of these, you know, they they might surprise you, okay? But it's going to be really, really powerful because the, you might, yeah, it might surprise you. I feel like for me, it surprised me which, which type of rest I really wanted to tap into more. Um, But it also might just confirm what you're already doing. Okay. So the nine types of rest, and you know, you don't need to do all of these, right? Ideally, you're picking one or two that feel good, or they light you up and you're like, ooh, I would love more of that. Or ooh, I would love to spend my time doing that when I'm in my rest and rejuvenate phase. Step four, the nine types of rest. Number one, time away. Number two, permission to not be helpful, right? How fun is that? We don't have to be helpful (laughs) to other people. Number three, something quote unquote unproductive. Yes, this can be powerful for when we feel like we always have to be doing something or we always have to be progressing forward, right? Doing something unproductive, whether that be in our dating life or life in general is powerful. Number four, connection to art and nature. Number five, solitude to recharge, so spending time alone. Number six, a break from responsibility. Okay, so number six, a break from responsibility. This one was huge for me 
because, you know, running my own business and supporting clients, I love it. I love it so much. I wouldn't be doing anything else, but there is a lot of responsibility that comes with that, right? And so having a break from responsibility and like not even thinking about it, doing whatever it is that feels almost quote unquote unresponsible is a way that I really feel restored. Seven, stillness to decompress. Eight, having a safe space, whether that be alone or with people that you feel really safe with. And finally, number nine, alone time at home. Okay. So of course, depending on where you're at, depending on who you live with, right? Depending on if you have kids or not, depending on where you're at in your life, some of these might be easier to carve out space for, but I want you to think about which one of which ones of these were really, really like, ooh, I would love to explore more of that. So I'm going to repeat them one more time. Number one is time away. Number two, permission to not be helpful. Number three, something unproductive. Number four, connection to art and nature. Number five, solitude to recharge. Number six, a break from responsibility. Number seven, stillness to decompress. Number eight, safe space. And number nine, alone time at home. So as you think about step four, taking a break, right, allowing yourself to rest and rejuvenate from the effort, the intentions that you're putting into your dating life, which one of these sounds fun to do or sounds restorative to do? And it might surprise you. All right, so those are the four steps to building momentum in your dating life. Number one, prioritizing each week. Carve out space, 15 to 20 minutes. Set your dating intentions, whether it be going to events, whether it be finding opportunities, whether it be spending time on dating apps, whether it be your mindset work, right? Any of that, carve out your intentions for the week ahead. Number two, diversify your opportunity, okay? So diversify meeting going to events or meeting people in person or striking up conversations, whether it be at a bar or coffee shop, right? Listen to my episode on the really how to meet more people in person. You can just scroll back through the episodes and you'll find that one. Um, Number three, your mindset work. So when you start to think about your intentions, when you start to think about being on dating apps or going to events, what's coming up? What's negative? What's not feeling good? What's not feeling confident? And how can you start to shift it? And number four, finally, resting and rejuvenating, right? Thinking about what type of rest is going to feel good for you this week as we approach this more of a cycle instead of this exponential line, right? That's not a great way to live life because, of course, if we're on the go all the time and we're not taking time to rest or rejuvenate, we're going to feel burnt out. All right. That's all I have for you today. Don't forget to sign up for our Create a Positive Mindset workshop series by clicking the link in the show notes, and I will see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review and shared your takeaways and what you enjoyed about it. If you are interested in exploring working together one-on-one, I would love to invite you to book a call with me by clicking the link below in the show notes. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon and I'll see you in the next episode.